Vaudeville, wear a couple of broads, count them too. Talk about everything that affects us, but for Pete's sake, don't correct us. Seriously. Just settle in, kick off your shoes, it's time to tune into the Broad Review. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome. Hi, welcome to the Broad Review. Uh, my name is Tiffany. Oh, we're introducing ourselves. Yes, week. we are. My name is Emily. This is a professionally <laughs> done podcast. Sure and we it is. will do this correctly the first time. Okay. Um, yes, welcome. If you are new to the Broad Review, why? Um, and also, uh, there's a lot more episodes you should be listening to. Wait, were you asking why are they here? Like, like what would what, possess what you, you to doing? listen to this? So, like, <laughs> Why are you starting on season three, episode two? Yeah, that would be a weird start. It's going to be the stellar episode name that we come up with afterwards. I think that people are, I'm noticing a trend in mm. the really funny episode names are more listened to. Mm. So maybe people are shopping our podcast. By episode name. By episode name. So we need to be funnier. Oh my gosh. It's a lot we of stress. We work on this. You don't understand how much stress <laughs> this is, people. Like we go back and forth until we find one that we There's think is good thing. enough. There's I was at a soccer game on yeah. Saturday and I was like, Justin, I got to do this like, right now. I don't I care if they're getting get to the playoffs. I don't give a fuck. You tell me what name you want to name this episode. They are in the fucking like, <laughs> semifinals. I saw that. Go Sounders. Um, I have finally found a sport to replace the uh, NFL hole in my heart because I refuse to support the NFL because they're terrible yeah they terrible uh, i mean sometimes like soccer players will headbutt each other and like that's pretty scary because they're not wearing headgear but like they just all seem such like pure beautiful angels <laughs> that i assume they're not beating their wives and stuff. i hope not i hope not they're they are so pure and so wonderful and the sounders crowd is so much fucking fun really anyways that's my review of Seattle Are you willing to give the NHL a, or yeah NHL a try when the Seattle Bitch Pigeons start playing? It, what did you call them? The Rain City Bitch Pigeons is what I heard that they were Bitch no, Pigeons. Not really what they were going to be. They had put out a poll like a, a Bodie McVote face style poll. Oh, Bodie and McVote somebody face. Somebody suggested the Rain City Bitch Pigeons, which that's I amazing. think is perfect. But no, I don't think they have announced the name. But oh. that's why they're tearing down Northgate. Yes. Because they're practice places. I can't wait. I love hockey. Do you? I lo- oh I'm my from, gosh, we'll totally go. I'm from the state of hockey. <laughs> Canada? Liter- no. <laughs> Minnesota is the state of hockey. Look yes. it up. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and I, you know, in my childhood, we went to many hockey games. My brother played hockey. So, uh, hockey is in, it's in my blood. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for another different sport because, you know, we get baseball tickets and it's, baseball's fun, but like, it's boring and oh yeah. man, the Mariners are setting bad records. <laughs> they are now the only team to never go to a World Series. Cool, that's a great <laughs> record, guys. Congratulations! God we have a great soccer team and a, I mean, for what it's worth, a stellar football team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing. If you're into that so, anyways, why? What were we talking about? We're How did talking that about happen? Sports, sports on the broad review. Oh my god! This is why we call it the broad review because you never know what you you're never know. Get. We could talk about sports. We don't fucking know anything about sports, no. but we could talk. Let about me it. tell you, I so the soccer game usually they'll just end in a tie. Which is so anticlimactic, right? Like any other game, it's just like overtime, overtime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, no, it just they'll just end in a tie. But because it was a playoff game, they did like um, extra fifteen minutes, mm. and then another extra fifteen minutes, and then we broke the tie in the second fifteen minutes, 
And then the 15 minutes ended, but then they kept playing after the clock stopped for like a few more minutes. And I, me and Justin were just like, eh, do What's we, happening? what do we, do, do we hold up our scarves? No, because we've got scarves because you have to, it's a ritual. Um, so yeah, I'm not really keen on the rules yet. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it really matters, it Tiffany. It doesn't. Aww. It doesn't. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, but once, once we'll have to. Actually, we won't be able to go when they first get here because I'm sure tickets are going to be, you know, yeah. Seahawks level expensive, at least at first, until the novelty wears off. Maybe we'll find a way to finagle some free ones from somewhere. So, <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsor bitch us. Pigeons. Yeah. Hashtag bitch pigeons. Oh, my God. We'll totally. You want, be, you want cheerleaders? I used to be a hockey cheerleader. No True way. fact. I don't think I have ever seen. I mean, I grew up in Southern California. Of course, I haven't seen a hockey cheerleader. Uh, they aren't. Uh, a thing outside of Minnesota as far as I know. And also, when I say that I was a hockey cheerleader, I don't want you to think this was in high school. This was when I was a child. <laughs> I was a child oh hockey cheerleader. My brother's so team had cute. legitimate cheerleaders. That's adorable. Well, we weren't adorable. I was pretty fucking ugly. <laughs> oh, God. No, it's not a joke. I was real. Oh, God. I was a really ugly child. Do you have a picture of your cheer career? Oh, I'm sure. I can probably look through some of the old pictures my mom gave me when I was back and, and find one of us. Yeah. Well, the ones that they brought to your birthday party. Yeah. You were, I thought you were precious. Yeah. Uh, that was, there was a, a moment where it all went wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, that was cute. Like as a kid. And then puberty uh, then my teeth started coming in <laughs> wrong and then it was bad and then for some reason i was like i hope i could get my hair cut and permed so i look like a mushroom that's a great idea <laughs> oh it's cut like a mushroom permit everybody loves a perm yeah there oh was my some, god there were some bad times i want to see it bad times i'll show you what, mine what, what what is the show even about uh, this is a podcast about uh, things that we review broadly, broad topics. Okay, I review my childhood. Uh, Your childhood. Zero out of five. <laughs> uh, my sports knowledge. I uh, don't really know. <laughs> um, we will most likely probably be talking about TV shows this week. And before we get into it... Um, your formal disclaimer is that this is an explicit podcast. I think we already swore a couple of times. So Probably. It's too Sorry, old. kids. Yeah. Your kids are ruined for life. This isn't a child podcast. No. I don't even know how to talk to kids, so I wouldn't. It would be a really <laughs> For bad, the child. It would be a bad <laughs> podcast. Hey, child. What's up, child? Hey, fellow childs. All right. So um, what what are you going to review this week? Let's start by talking about something that was happening this week. So my dear husband, Bill, has spent the week in España, Spain, to those of you that don't speak Spanish. or not from <laughs> Barcelona. Uh, so he was there for work. And during that time, uh, <laughs> I didn't have anything to do. <laughs> so I was trying to fill up my time, like, watching stuff, but I was I, I get this weird thing when Bill is not home. I get the scareds. Oh. Really, really bad. I think that I am certain to be murdered, that somebody right. is watching the well, house yeah, and waiting until I turn the lights off, and then it's murder time. Of course. And it has nothing to do with our history of uh, true crime obsession. No, 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 no. This is a legitimate fear. <laughs> this is a real fear that is actually going to happen. Uh, and because of this, um, there are certain 
things that are legal in the state of Washington that can sometimes I can take to calm me down. Oh, you were stoned. No, I can't get stoned. Oh. When Bill is not here. Okay. Because I get the mega scares. Oh. And then I get the stone scares and it is not good. <laughs> so I can't do that. Oh. So that kind of stifled some of my fun watching plans. Oh, okay. I watched The Lion King, the live the live action. I don't know why it's, it's not live action. It was actually adorable. I need to watch it. It was well, Jinx. Producer Jinx seemed to really oh, enjoy it. Oh, she loved it. She watched the whole thing. She it's was so stupid when they watch it. TV. It was so cute. Chris um, fucking loves TV. Definitely, Billy. Like I know I had heard it said, but Billy Eichner and Seth Rogen were hands down the best part of that movie. They were so Spin fucking funny, off. and it it definitely it was a lot better and cuter than i was expecting so oh, i watched good. that because i didn't need to be stoned to watch that although it would have been a lot more interesting <laughs> um but some of the other shows that i wanted to get into like the paul rudd versus paul rudd show right i couldn't get into because i was just not in the right mindset right. i was a little scared of being alone in the house and i wanted to watch things that were not in any way scary <laughs> or suspenseful or thought had anything to do with murder so i couldn't right. watch any crime shows right because i didn't want to get even more of the scares exactly so after kind of searching for some things and and starting things and then not finishing them i settled on something that has been targeted to me many times that i've seen advertised many times and i've always been wondering about it and that is undone which you have probably seen advertised the- on Amazon Prime. Okay, okay, yes. yes. So it is the weird animation one. <laughs> I don't do well with weird animation. It's the weird animation I know show. it's the future, but like, no. It is, and uh, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, so Undone is a TV show, uh, an eight-episode 20 minute long tv show oh, so wow. i got this done in an evening right the whole sh- the whole first season um put on by amazon studios the thing that sets it apart and what makes it unique is the type of animation that they're using weird animation <laughs> weird that's Fucking what it's weird. called officially weird animation no it's <laughs> called rotoscoping animation i did wow. not know that i had to look it up wow. i didn't know any of this uh, so what it is is tracing over real faces and real bodies, so actors that have actually been in a scene acting with each other, and tracing over that and then animating the scenery around them. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate it. I don't get so it. So what's interesting about this and what I thought was really cool is the actors that were there, they filmed all of their scenes in like a 12 by 12 empty room because everything all of their scenery is is animated around them so it doesn't matter what they're wearing it doesn't matter what their makeup looks like it doesn't it's it's all animated around them so they can can make any kind of adjustments so i guess the the people who were working on it said that it was really interesting because they filmed it a hell of a lot faster than they can film any TV show because you don't need to change the scenery. You don't need to worry about what prop goes where. None. You don't have to worry right. about that. You yeah. can just get through the scenes and then anything else can be added later. Weird. Which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. If you have seen, if this 
kind of animation looks familiar to you. There were two movies that came out in the early 2000s that used the rotoscoping animation. The early aughts. The early aughts. Uh, the Keanu Reeves movie is Scanner Darkly. I never saw that. I didn't either. Uh, and the other one was the movie Waking Life. Never saw that either. <sighs> Waking Life came out in 2001 when I was in my first year of college. I remember every fucking, in, like, False intellectual theater person, like <laughs> orgasming over this movie, like, oh my god, it's so deep. Have you seen Waking Life? It's so deep. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Jenny. Like, <laughs> god damn it, Jenny. Like, you're not deep because, like, it it goes into like you know lucid dreaming, and it's fucking stupid. I'm Was sorry. It like the Tree of Life. I. Yes. I never even made it through that movie. It, it has the same kind of like, I'm sorry if you like Waking Life and if it's it's changed your life, good for you. I <laughs> thought it was stupid as shit. <laughs> um, and I, uh, uh, oh, I hate Waking Life. <laughs> I hate it to this day. Also, the other reason I hate Waking, waking Life is because we're going to go off on a little tangent. <laughs> You've seen Dazed and Confused, yes? Yes. The kid who plays Mitch dazed and confused the same as wiley wiggins that's a terrible name i look like wiley wiggins get the phone out get the phone out type mitch from dazed and confused and tell Mm. me that i don't look a fucking exactly like him i'm gonna throw my phone mitch ooh, faster type faster we'll wait i'll wait you don't like, like as a child or an adult now <laughs> now i mean more so when i was like a teenager and i had that exact same haircut but like the smile oh no no no, no. look at oh. him from dazed and confused oh like this yeah you don't look like no that. i do no i do and i especially did as a teenager so I hate Wiley Wiggins. So Wiley Wiggins is the star of Waking Life or like the protagonist in Waking Life. So the I, only I does... thing he's ever been a star of. <laughs> so that was another reason that I hated Waking Life because it just reminded me of how much I looked like Wiley Wiggins from Days and Confused. <laughs> All right. So I, Moving on. <laughs> undone from Amazon Studios. Uh, the animation was freaky. Okay. And all this time when I was watching the show, I was like, this would be way better if i was on pot if you were doing the dope uh it would be way better Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not that it was because they are free to kind of animate around and put whatever scenery in that they want it was very surreal it was and that was intentional animated scenery Mm -hmm. i just don't understand it was and so i was like god maybe i should just maybe i should get like a little stone like a nipple (laughs) <laughs> Don't do it. You're going to get the scareds. Uh, so it was th- only this type of animation could have really gotten what they were going for. Okay. I think if this were a normal animated show like The Simpsons or mm-hmm. BoJack, it would not, they would not have been able to correctly convey the emotions that they were looking to get across. Okay. Speaking of BoJack. Tonight. This is, well, I have, this is going to shock you. It was created by Katie Purdy. And Raphael Bob Waksberg, who both write and help create BoJack Horseman. What? Yeah. 
So I was kind of expecting maybe to be funny. It wasn't funny. <gasps> Not funny. Listen, Bojack stopped being funny like three seasons that's ago fair. and started being fucking hardcore, serious, emotional. And like existential. <laughs> and yeah, and that's sort of what this is. So that does I guess that doesn't surprise me that these were in they were involved in Bojack, because yes, Bojack has gotten pretty heavy. Yeah. I mean it's still funny. It's, it's, yeah, it's still yeah. fucking funny. It's a horse. <laughs> He's a goddamn horse. <laughs> so the undone is the story of Alma. Okay. Alma. Um, after a car accident, she begins to realize that she has the b- ability to manipulate time with the help of her dead father. Okay. So that gives you an that's, idea that's of a lot. what this is about. Alma is played by Rosa Salazar. Mm-hmm. And Rosa Salazar, you... I didn't know her from anything because, okay. but she's actually been in quite a bit. It's just that she hasn't been in things that I myself am into or have seen. She's been in Parenthood. Mm. Uh, she was in a short stint on one of the seasons of American Horror Story, which I can't fucking watch. Uh, <laughs> and she was also uh, Alita from Alita Battle Angel, which I did fucking watch yeah. after I watched this. What a tremendous pile of shit <laughs> that fucking movie was. That movie gets... Googling Rosa Salazar. Two out of five. I need to bring my laptop next time. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'll give Alita Battle Angel a two out of five. Um, don't... Don't. Don't waste Christoph Waltz with shit like this. Christoph Waltz was in that? Yeah. He's like... That's what he's been doing? I know. Are you kidding he me? wasted his time bring with this. Bring him it's back so in my life. stupid. I don't care if it was based on a MAGA, and that's why, like, I called it a MAGA, a manga. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, that's why they have stupid names, like, a warrior hunter, a hunter warrior. Shut up. Oh, God. It was stupid. It was a waste of my time. Also, the acting was atrocious. She was good. Yeah. She's very pretty. She's, I didn't expect such a young. Yeah, she's a young She's in Bird Box. You didn't see Bird Box. I didn't see Bird Box. So, yeah, there were all these lists of things like didn't see it, didn't see it, don't watch it, don't watch things. it. A lot of scary things. A lot of scary things. things. Yeah. Uh, she's a very talented actor and she's very good in this. And her, uh, she's funny. She's a very funny gal. <laughs> I definitely think that they should, because uh, I'm pretty sure they're doing a season two of this show. Yeah. Because they left the show on a tremendous cliffhanger. Hmm. Um, I think they should. The, my favorite parts of the show were when she was allowed to be funny. Oh, good. Um, so because that, women are funny. Because women are funny. Deal with it. <laughs> um, her father is played by Bob Odenkirk, who we are all familiar with. Bobby. Bobby. So you're familiar with him from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Of course, he plays Saul. I will watch Better Call Saul one day. Have you? I know the answer to this before I fucking ask it. Have you ever seen Mr. Show? No. Has Justin ever, does Justin like, I'm sure he does. I've never heard him mention Mr. Show. So Mr. Show is Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. Oh. And it is one of the most ridiculous, hilarious shows <laughs> ever. On a scale of one to the Mighty Boosh. On the same level, <laughs> for sure. But just American and from the 90s. I will, after this, I will show you, and I'll put it up on our Facebook, one of my favorite Mr. Show sketches okay. ever. It's fucking hilarious. Um, so I I always think of Mr. Show when I see Bob Odenkirk, because that, that... What a turn his career took. He did. He's he's great, though. He, yeah. Um, he was actually surprisingly in this, I think, 
I don't. I don't know if it was because of his animation or what. I think it. He was one of the weakest actors, mm. which was weird. But I think it was honestly. I think it was his animation on his face. I don't think they gave him the the same amount of attention that they gave to the ladies. They didn't give him enough face. Yeah, they didn't give him enough face. So, he, but he was also wearing glasses. So that also might have been the glasses' fault. <laughs> this is a fucking tangent of a review. Uh, Alma is going through some shit right before the accident. So her younger sister, Becca, is getting married. Uh, her fiancé is, uh, he he's a silly, he's kind of a, like a goober, but he's cute and he treats her very well and that upsets her. <laughs> right. She's at that point in her life that she doesn't believe that she deserves a man that's going to treat her nicely and love her and take care of her and she doesn't want that and she doesn't think that she wants it so she breaks up with him essentially. Oh god. So, but he's actually wonderful. I didn't write down the actor's name. He's adorable. Aww. He's absolutely adorable. And his animation, they somehow made him look like more like cute than mm. I think he is in real life. And I think that was more face. Yes, more face. Uh, She has an overbearing mother and her father died when she was little with no little to no explanation about what happened. And her mother is very closed off and doesn't want to talk to about it. So she was driving home after a fight with her sister. Okay. um, Because she is kind of the comedian. This is I'm going to take a little moment. She's Fleabag. Oh, Okay. And her sister is not not the same, but it, it's it's kind of a similar sister relationship where Alma Fleabag, Fleabag mm-hmm. Alma, gets all the attention all the time and makes sure that all the attention is always on her all the time. Okay. Whether it's positive or negative. Uh, and so it was very Fleabag reminiscent for that. So after a fight with her sister... She is driving home. She's in tears. She sees her dad on the side of the road and then crashes her car. Right. And so she ends up with a head injury and in a coma. Ooh. So when she comes out of her coma, she can see and speak to her dead father. Oh. And time is all fucked up. Oh. Nothing is in the right order. Uh, there are things that she can make rehappen and relive over and over again. And her dad is trying to explain, like, yes, this is, I'm going to teach you how to deal with this. This is, I need you for this. I need you to help me. And when you learn, you can learn to manipulate time yourself. You can do this. This is your talent that you've had since you were a child. So her dad says, I need your help. You're special. You can do this. You can manipulate time. Also, I was totes murdered. Uh, it was under very mysterious circumstances. Yes, I need you. By the P.S. way, BT Dubs' daughter uh, with a brain injury. Uh, I was totes murdered, and I need you to help me figure out who did this. Wow. So we get to see Alma processing this, and at first not believing and thinking that she's just hallucinating. Because it turns out there's a long history of schizophrenia in their family. Uh-huh. Diagnosed schizophrenia. Okay. So is this her, you know, did she get a brain injury? Is she seeing all this because of a traumatic brain injury? Does she have post-traumatic stress disorder? What is happening? Or is this all real? Is she going full Izzy on Grey's Anatomy? Is this, yeah. Is this also, if she this... have skin cancer? <laughs> 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 
So it's it's trying to figure out why this is happening. Okay. And if it's real. Right. Because if it's real. Because it's yeah. real. Holy shit, man. You can manipulate time. That's yeah. huge. And it is through flashbacks that her dad takes her through that she finds out some of this stuff. Some stuff that she shouldn't be able to know. So then you start to think. Well, maybe it is actually happening because otherwise, how would she be able to go to these times? How would she be able to see these events that are happening that did actually happen Hmm. if she couldn't really do that? Yeah. Right? Or Or is her brain fucked up and she's still in a coma and just imagining all this? Oh. We don't know. And so it's it's going through trying to figure uh, out. It's life on Mars. You don't know. The BBC version. You don't know. Hmm. And it's trying to figure out, and and the show is not obvious either way. It really leaves it kind of up in the air for you to decide whether you think this is something that's actually happening to her, or if you think she's lost her shit. It's life on Mars. Her. <laughs> did you watch that? I didn't. Oh, the BBC version? Mm-mm. Justin made me watch it. You'll it, lose your shit. It's so good. Is it a TV show? Yeah. It no, came no. first, obviously, before the U.S. version. No. Obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Like, I can't hear Baba O'Reilly without, like, tearing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those. No, I didn't watch that. Her dad. Yes. Mr. Show. Bob. <laughs> he is a physicist, or was when he was alive. Okay. A physicist that studied the effects of being a shaman slash priest <laughs> on the brain and how people with those tendencies those kind of supernatural tendencies have different brain scans that people that don't and alma has as a child he would scan her brain and see that she also has the same kind of looking brain and that's how he figured out that she was one of these people who could manipulate time this is uh, dion (laughs) (laughs) but again this is him telling her as a dead person. So is this real or is this not real? Is he stuck in a wrinkle in time? It's, it's, it is definitely a mix of a lot of different hmm. past told stories. I don't mean to hate it. I'm just no, confused. It, no, I get it, angry when I'm confused. It, it is confusing. <laughs> and it's because I feel like some of these we were talking when we were talking about unbelievable. Right. You knew that she was actually raped. You yeah. knew that she wasn't lying the whole time. Yeah. This, you you don't know if this is... She makes a mistake of telling her boyfriend. I guess it wasn't really a mistake. So she finally decides that it's too much for her. What he's asking, what her dad is asking her to do is taking over her life too much. And it's affecting her life because she's like, you know being weird in front of kids at the daycare that she works at <laughs> because she can't she's not keeping time linear she's she's jumping around okay so also, she just legion <laughs> sorry i'll stop <laughs> i'm <It's> done a, <laughs> no there'll be more <laughs> so she tells her boyfriend and he is surprisingly cool about it he doesn't say i'm gonna call the loony bin to come get you he's like let me help you Try to find out who murdered your dad. He's truly a good guy. He is truly a good guy. He is a very, very good character. And it's sad that she, you know, she doesn't really see it until like sort of towards the end how wonderful he actually is. And the fact that he was, he tries to help her and he makes mistakes along the way by like telling her mom that 
you know, she's losing it a little bit. And, you know, he makes mistakes, but he's a very good... He's a good guy. <laughs> good guy. Uh, and when she tells him, then he's kind of in on the caper, too, mm-hmm. and trying to figure it out. And they do find out that there is a little air of mystery, and there are some things that were unsolved about her father's death, but not the way that they were thinking. Hmm. And I won't go into more than that if anybody plans to watch it. Um, it does end on an extremely big cliffhanger, like to the point where I get upset when shows do this, like, oh, you are assuming you're getting a season two. Yeah. You didn't even ask. <laughs> you are you are assuming that you have already been greenlit for a season two, so you are leaving it on such a cliffhanger that if if you only get season one, that's not an ending. Right. Don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah. That's that you It seems like so much to unpack in a few amount of short episodes. It is. It really is. And I think they could the, the problem is it did get boring. Uh okay. When they would go into like talking about and again, if I was stoned, it would have been, sure like, yes. been like, this is the greatest show this I've makes, ever seen. I am also a physicist. I'm a physicist now, too. <laughs> Look at my brain. <laughs> Scare but me. I was just like, okay, guys. Like, oh. uh, they, is, did they TV splain you? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. And so, assuming that you're going to get a season two, come on. Yeah. I mean, they probably are going to because I'm guessing this was not an expensive show to produce. Because I, you know, of, I was going to say that earlier, but I don't know how much animation costs. I don't think this particular type of animation costs a lot. And the fact that they didn't have to have any props and, you know, they did have some, the, no big actors. I mean, not there's no A-list people. Oh, Do God. we need to talk about what A-list means again? <laughs> they bring people to the box office. With just their name. With just their name. When's like last Bob time Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk <laughs> opened a movie or Rosa Salazar? Well, I mean, she was a star of Alita, but it, that wasn't why. So I, I assume they're probably going to get a season two. I don't know that I care. <laughs> You're not going to keep up with that one? I don't know that I care. I wrote... Um, the banter between Alma and Sam, mm-hmm. her boyfriend, that was my favorite part of the show because they're very silly together Cute. and they play off of it and they have very good chemistry together too. I loved that part. And that was the, the parts of the show that I was most invested was their relationship. And I, I also wrote, it reminded me of Fleabag meets time travel. Because <laughs> that's sort of what it was. And were there guinea pigs? <laughs> there were no guinea pigs. See, I'm a, a uh, hot priest. And so there were there were a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, she's she's literally Fleabag. But like, not but also. Not. But not British. <laughs> and not Phoebe. Uh, better on pot? Question mark? I also put on here? Yes, probably. <laughs> It would be better. And it would also have been better if I was in a more reflective mood and existential. It would have been better right before my period. I have a a comparison (laughs) to that. Not your period. Not my period. A comparison to my period. I finished The Goldfinch at 1.30 a.m. And those last 20 pages, I, I wasn't... In, I was not ready for not a, in existential the right space. Dis- yes, no. I was like, 
how many more pages of this fucking philosophical diarrhea is am I going to get through? You finished it though. I finished it. You finished it. That is a that's a oh, monumental task to finish that book. God. <laughs> I said um I I told Alyssa today that I wanted a Paul Hollywood handshake for that. <laughs> Thank you. I accomplished something. I was like going to tell the lady at Trader Joe's. Guess what I did last night at one thirty in the morning. <laughs> and I, see, that's why I don't understand why they made a movie about it because anybody that's read the book doesn't have any fucking desire to see the movie. <laughs> why would you want to see that movie? Yeah. Why would you want to see that in real life? Yeah. And there's so much internalized. Yeah. It would that be that hard. That doesn't work because we saw that with Bernadette. Yes. Sorry. To tangent from your no, thing, it's fine. but if you're not ready to discover to discuss the secrets of the universe, you got to be ready for that. You do, you and do. It might also be a time of year thing. Like I'm a, you know, it's fall, it's dreary. Yeah, it's. I'm very uh, cynical right now. Uh, I'm in the mood to watch more cynical yeah. type shows and more kind of like satire and that kind of stuff i'm not in a good headspace for existential crises meaning of of life type i'm things. not shamans priests bob uh, odenkirk bob Oden, mr show <laughs> the meaning of life time travel it's just not unless we're talking about the avengers endgame which i've now watched six or seven times oh my god i will watch that time travel all day how every day how do you get through that and see uh, i just i just rewind and fast forward. rewind rewind and fast forward the part where all the girls are together and just scream at the tv i'm like fuck yeah women women forever look at all the women where did all the guys go during the scene what the fuck so i'm just not i'm not in a good mood right now and i shouldn't uh, i shouldn't judge it i'm gonna judge it anyways I shouldn't judge it on what my personality was at that exact moment. Because yeah. somebody who is in a more reflective mood is in more of a, or what does it all mean? Stoned. Or super fucking stoned. Yeah. Might really like this. Yeah. So I gave it, because I gave it an extra point, knowing that. You were in a shit mood. I was in kind of a shit mood. I gave it a four out of five shows to watch on pot. <laughs> i'm going to st- go out on a limb here and say if you plan to watch this and you live in a state where marijuana is decriminalized mm-hmm. get yourself a little of the little of the weed in whatever form you want do the weed do do the weed and then maybe watch this. don't vaporize it though don't <laughs> with the vaporizing pen. vaporizer be careful yeah don't don't start your lungs on fire but yeah see watch it stoned it's, I don't think, unless you were one of those people who are very spiritual and, <laughs> you know, very, very into that kind of thing mm-hmm. and very, like, absorbing of that kind of thing, you might not like this not stoned. Yeah. Open so, your heart. Open your heart. I don't have an open heart. I'm a horrible bitch. It's fall in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, we have to be negative right now. We do. It's it's tough to be a human. Every right time now. somebody says, "Oh, I've heard it's going to snow a lot this I want to fucking punch them in their faces." Listen. It flooded in the valley. Flooded. Like did it like flood to the point that it closed roads? Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah, like especially down by Snoqualmie Falls. It uh 
if, have, did you see the falls? I did. Holy fucking shit. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. But like so, super scary. Oh my gosh. Like Raging River. Um, one of our, one of the two bridges that we have to get in and out of town was <laughs> closed for most, it was open today. I went over it today and I was like, but it's raining. What have I caught in a flash flood? <laughs> I won't. You won't. The bad part already happened. I yeah. knew that about the valley. And if it's worse, then both bridges close. But and then you are stuck there forever. And then we're stuck And they have to, like, helicopter there. in supplies and shit. Yes. For the, for the dudes to have. <laughs> I could just drive north. No. No. <laughs> no. You're stuck there I forever. I can only go to the tavern. You can only go to the tavern. Yeah. It's a it's a hard time of year for TV uh, to sit and enjoy something that and not take, like, a cozy nap on accident. Because mm-hmm. it's just... It, it was fucking dark today. <laughs> so dark. I know. And it wasn't even like, it, it like even when it wasn't raining, it was just like. It was six o'clock dim. all day. <laughs> it was dim out today. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I would say take our reviews lightly, but then like what kind of professionals would we be? No, we're telling you what to watch. You listen to what we you say. You listen to what we say and no I'm, matter what time of year it is. I am saying get stoned and then watch undone and you'll probably enjoy that sounds it more. like a good idea yeah. also the lion king that also the lion king so fun. the lion king is uh even good off pot yeah it's even did good you watch sober. dumbo uh no and i never fucking will why that yeah. is the saddest shit oh ever i know but you want me to sing you baby mine no <laughs> Uh, I that did. fucking arcade fire fire cover oh stop can't even get the words Those are out crying. uh i did to feed him I, <laughs> does he play that <laughs> he plays dumbo i did he notice won. that in in the the lion king the live action lion king uh simba's dad's d- spoiler alert <gasps> mufasa dies sorry oh if i just ruined that for all of you uh it was less emotional in the live action version because lions can't cry <laughs> in real life so you just saw this lion being like dad oh because he can't cry I'm writing that so, down. lions can't cry. <laughs> cry this is how we come up with our episode titles it a little is. behind the scenes for you it is so what did you did you watch anything existential or not uh i watched something that thought that it was profound woof right Right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> and, okay. So, speaking of Prime Video on Amazon, brought oh. to you by Amazon, um, I watched the new anthology series, Modern Love. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, I mean, I watched most of it on Monday because I thought that I was getting the the cold that Justin had and I didn't feel good and it was it was just a terrible day and I was in a bad mood and I watched like half of the show and like cried on the couch half the day. So I will say, you know, it got me. It got me. But if you're not familiar with modern love, modern love is has been for the past 15 years, I did not know this, a weekly New York Times column where readers write in their story about modern love which, uh, in quotes, explores love in multiple forms, including sexual. It looks like I wrote serval. That's a cat. Serval love? They got the cutest ears. Those they are do. Uh, sexual, romantic, familial, platonic, and, of course, self-love. Um, oh. So this has been a column wow, for wow, wow. <laughs> 15 years, and their personal essays 
I don't know if they're all submitted by New Yorkers, but... Did you say what publication? New York Times. Oh, uh, yeah, you did say that. Yes. It is also now a podcast where celebrities read these personal essays. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. (laughs) There are some that I downloaded and then I was like, nah, Mm. (laughs) I know. So... Um, so Amazon got the rights to make this into a series. It was a big fucking deal because this thing has like a huge following because of the way that it describes different various forms of love you can have throughout your life. So then I got to thinking (laughs) it would be really fun if we both said what our modern love story would be about. What? Like not Bill, like obviously duh. Think about it. Ponder that. I'll ponder that. We'll circle back around to that. Don't let me forget because I'll forget. So this anthology series, every episode is different. There's eight episodes. They're 30 minutes-ish. I called it a moderately star-studded cast (laughs) (laughs) Uh, because you have Hot Priest. I can't even think of his name. Andrew? Andrew. Andrew. His name is Andrew. Andrew. Period. Andrew? Scott? Scott Andrew? Adam Scott. No, no. <laughs> it's going to come to you. Fossbender? Oh, he would have been really good in this. Okay. So, Hot Priest, Tina Fey, John Slattery. I will call him a star always because he is a star in my heart. Dev Patel and Hathaway. And then some other Andrew people. Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adam Scott. <laughs> Andrew Scott. Um, and um, the two main writers, mm, the main writer did this uh movie once which i never saw no but i have a deep love for the song from once uh because of the last man on earth when bill Hader and the other guy that i love deeply jason something something mm, they mm. sing it together it's really uh, mm, mm-hmm. um sharon my girlfriend sharon horgan oh. uh wrote and directed episode four which is the episode featuring Tina Fey and John Flattery, which we're going to talk about. So rather than give you a summary of every single one of the eight episodes, I chose my favorites. <laughs> That's a good idea. Because there were some that, that really got to my heart. Number one, uh, my number one favorite episode was episode number two, if you're following along at home. Uh, and it is called When Cupid is a Prying Journalist. And uh, the key stars in that were Catherine Keener, mm-hmm. who happens to be one of the most casually cool and sexy she is. women. Her voice, her face, like, oh, she doesn't even try. She's mm-hmm. just like, I'm here and I'm... A middle-aged woman and i'm so fucking rad so sexy oh she's great uh she plays a journalist and she is interviewing uh dev patel mm-hmm. who is a tiny baby angel from heaven <laughs> and i just want to encompass him in my large bear arms <laughs> and just give him a just give him a tender snuggle He's such a baby. Um, So she is interviewing him. He is a CEO of a dating app. Uh, I didn't write down any of the names because they weren't important. And so at the end of the interview, she's like, I have one more question for you. Have you ever been in love? And he gets this like little squirrely look on his face. Like, why are you asking me this? Like, I'm a CEO. I don't talk about my private life. Like, that's breaking down my barriers of privacy, blah, blah, blah. And he was and she says something like, 
well, I'd really like to write that story written all over your face. And I was like, girl, that was a good fucking line. (laughs) So he's like, how much time do you have? So this goes from like interviewing and then they go to coffee and then they're walking through Central Park like this. It turns into like a whole day thing of him telling the story about his uh, first love. That was a love at first sight. They I called it a charming meet cute at a job interview. He was sitting in a waiting room for a job interview and he, he left because he didn't want to go in for the interview and miss the girl that he was talking to come out. He wanted to wait for her after the interview and talk to her and take her on a date. And she was like, let's go hang out right now. And so it's just like this darling love at first sight story. They move in together. Like all these things happen. They're super just in love and so sweet and innocent. And then she cheats on him. <laughs> well, that's great. What a great story. So then he breaks up with her. He's like, all right, well, you don't do that. You don't do that. (laughs) That's not something that you're allowed to do. And, you know, she's like, he's like, did you sleep with him? And she's like, yeah, but just for like a second. And then I stopped it. And I was like, like, what are we talking? Like, how? Just put the tip in or? (laughs) Just like a second. So did you touch it? It was reminding me of like the hand job in Catastrophe. (laughs) What are we talking about here? Um, So he's, you know, like lost his first love, but is still deep, deeply in love with her. This is like two years later. So then he asks her the same question and she tells this like lost love story of this um, boyfriend that she had overseas because she's like a rad journalist and like traveled throughout Europe Mm -hmm. and they met in Paris and traveled to London together. And then her and this gentleman were supposed to meet back up in Paris at a certain point. And he never showed. <gasps> 20 years later. He did. He showed up at one of her fucking oh. book signings. It's Andy Garcia. And he. Yeah. His first line. Oh, he was sexy old man. And his voice. I don't know what did it. But I was like. Is that Andy Garcia? And then he started talking. And I was like. Andy Garcia. <laughs> the middle aged man. Damn. He. No. He. He was a good role for this. I forgot to write down his name in the moderately star-studded cast. We'll call him Andy Garcia. We'll call him Andy Garcia. So 20 years later, he signs up at her book signing. And she's like, you know, married with two kids. And they're kind of like like middle school, high school age. And like her and her husband are kind of like, you know. The perfect time to get a divorce and leave them for somebody else. Right. So, you know, she's like still mad, you know. And he's like. I lost your address. I lost the book that had uh, your address written down in it. And so I could never come to find you. He's like, here's my number if you want to get coffee after the book signing. And it's written on the fucking ticket that he had to Paris to come see her from 20 years ago. The detail. The detail. The detail. So I'm like, just like fucking silently weeping at this point. (laughs) I love you. So then she's like, should I, shouldn't I? Mm." She's like, no, I'm going home right after. And then she calls him. And then they do like one of those romantic all-nighters. Like they eat dinner and then they go to a bar and then they sit on a park bench and they walk and stay up all night. And she's just reminded of like what love is supposed to be. I'm sure her husband really appreciates this. Yeah, it was very uh, G-rated. They didn't, you know, have sex on the park bench. So it's just it's just this really sweet story. And then she goes home and leaves her husband. He goes home and tells his wife he wants to work on things. Twist. I did not expect that. 
So basically, her story convinces Dev to recontact his lost love. Okay. She's engaged. To a pirate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why you said that. I don't know why I said it either. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, she's like, I'm engaged, blah, blah, blah. And then the column comes out and she like reads it and is like sobbing and then is like she fucking cheated on him. You had a chance, bitch. Yeah, but he still loved her and it was just like one mistake and it was just like for a second. Like boop 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 it out. Bloop 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 bloop. I'm not sure. So I uh, oh just I think like this sentiment of like them being so deeply in love and like the whole like middle age lost love thing. It, it was just it was a dreary fall day and I didn't feel good and I was <laughs> fucking sobbing, sobbing on the couch. Dev Patel, sweet baby angel. I already said this. Catherine Keener wrote that down. Uh, so episode or my number one favorite episode was a complete sob fest and that is episode number two. My second favorite episode, which is episode number three, is Take Me As I Am, Whoever I Am, and it stars Anne Hathaway. And I know the audiences are divided on Anne Hathaway, which I can tell by your face. Which which <laughs> side of the audience I'm currently on. She's just I she she has the same kind of attitude as Gwyneth Paltrow does, but at least Gwyneth Paltrow fucking owns it. Uh yeah. No, really? She's not shoving jade eggs up her vagina and telling people it's healthy. She's pompous, though. She's pompous. In her own fucking She's pompous. Way. She's got a lot of face. I love her, though. I like her. I think... We'll I like her this. movies. That's the thing. Yeah. You would love this episode. She's great in this episode. Um, this is, uh, to summarize it, the bipolar episode. So this is like a self-love slash friend- friendship episode. So she meets a guy during a manic phase. She's been up for three days. She goes to the grocery store in the morning where, like, wearing a gold sequin shirt and, like, this patterned skirt, and, you know, because I yeah. think the quote from the article was, yeah, manic phases equals bad fashion choices. So she meets this amazing guy at the grocery store, and they go out for coffee. They have this amazing time. And then the time that their next date is scheduled, by then, she has crashed. She has come down. She is in her depressed phase. And so he comes to pick her up from the date, and she's dressed like how I'm dressed to come over to your house right now. <laughs> um, no makeup. She's just like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And he's like, well, what do you want to get to eat? And she's like, muesli. Is that how you say that? Muesli? Muesli. She just wanted cereal. And then he was like, or no, at the end of the day, she's like, can we go get ice cream? And it's like the saddest ice cream eating scene you've ever seen in your oh. life. And this guy's just like, do you have a twin? Like, wh- what the fuck is happening? Yeah. So then a few days later, she bounces back and she's like, oh, fuck. I, God damn it. I got to I gotta call this guy again. And so she calls him and she's like, oh, like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't feeling good. I had the flu. Um, let's do dinner. And he's like, all right, well, you know, I have a couple days on my schedule. But she's like freaking out because she doesn't know when she's going to crash again. So she's like, no, 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 we have to do it tonight. You never know what time is going to bring. Yeah. Not explaining anything to this guy, right? <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. And then by the time he gets there for dinner, she like works herself into a frenzy and just gets depressed all over again and doesn't answer the door when he gets there. 
In the meantime, she has also not been going to work. So the next scene is her getting fired from work. And her boss is like, I don't know if it was like her boss or I don't I'm didn't pay that close of attention to that um she's like let's let's go get coffee like as she's walking out with like her box of office stuff and then she fesses up to her boss and she's like i'm bipolar and she's like why didn't you tell us that before yeah there's like rules and regulations that companies can follow to like help you not lose your job yeah but you know she was ashamed and i have a couple questions that we'll get to at the end <laughs> um so this a cafe scene of her talking to her boss and fussing up and talking about how she functions, you know, how she has made it to become a lawyer is because she would do everything in her manic phase. She would never go to school, but then when she was manic, she would stay up all night studying and, you know, she looked like this genius overachiever. And so she was able to kind of hide the darkness. There is a scene, and I can't remember if it's when she is telling the other gal this story or if it's when she's writing her dating profile which is what her story was framed as um and it shows her as a child and it's this like horizontal shot i don't know what you would call it like the screen keeps moving horizontally and she's moving with it like elementary school elementary school classroom this Mm -hmm. is you know like showing how she got through everything and did everything in college and law school and all this stuff and it's like a single shot scrolling shot and it was just so fucking rad and Anne Hathaway is just like well it starts a little girl and then it's eventually Anne Hathaway and like taking on hats and putting you know changing clothes and putting on a graduation cap and all these things and getting in bed and out of bed and like it was just really kind of a cool way to show a timeline in a very quick way yeah and Anne Hathaway nailed it of course because she does things like that (laughs) so it is if you suffer from mental illness if you know somebody who does it's a tough episode to watch Mm -hmm. because it's it's pretty real it's pretty pretty raw pretty pretty sad the one thing that like stabbed me in the soul is the before the dinner date she when she crashes and she like sits down on the toilet and like not to pee she's like okay i'm gonna get up and she just keeps sinking lower and lower until eventually she's laying on the bathroom floor and can't get up and i was like i felt bad (laughs) i felt bad and like i'm fortunate to never have been that bad where it's like shut things out for days at a time but that whole i'm going to will myself to get up right now and be a person it's it was pretty fucking realistic. The two questions I have, number one, who gave her the fucking wig that she's wearing? Because it's terrible. It's terrible. Why was she wearing a wig? She was a redhead. And Why? it's beautiful when she is uh manic. Her hair's all fixed and shiny, but her depressed wig is depressing. I'd be depressed also. <laughs> My second question, and this isn't a fair question. It could be controversial to our six listeners. Oh, I wonder why it took her so long in her adult life to get proper medication. Uh, and it, I mean, it could be because when you're manic, you're not thinking about things like that. Maybe did she did. Did it indicate that maybe she like doesn't have anybody in her life that cares about her a little bit? Yeah, which is why this scene at the coffee shop with the boss was so profound because yeah. she was like, 
you call me like they like made a friendship and she was able to like lift this weight out of her life and tell somebody excuse me um to you know tell somebody mm-hmm. about it so maybe she didn't have a support system maybe that if you're depressed you're obviously not going to go seek help and when you're manic you've been up for three right. days so yeah hmm. i guess i guess that could be it and i know that's not a fair question because no i mean it's a, everybody has different circumstances it's a fair question because she had the resources she was a lawyer and she had a really fucking sweet loft apartment in New York. <laughs> so if that was this lady's real story, it wasn't a it wasn't a lack of money. Interesting. Yeah. So that was a it was a definitely worthwhile episode. Yeah. Then I cried. Because I was it was one of those days. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Okay. Episode number four rallying to keep the game alive this is the one that my girlfriend sharon wrote honorable mention because it's tina fey and john slattery as a married couple who are insistent upon getting divorced and they never they're trying to figure out how to get to that final hurdle and you know they're going to counseling and they're it's them like working through our kids are getting older in a few years. It's just going to be the two of us. And can the two of us really have a conversation alone in a house together? (laughs) What do you do after you're done raising your kids? Right? Like that, that type of thing. And so it's them trying to figure out basically how to be an adult married couple. Right. Um, That one got a lot of accolades. I didn't identify with it as strongly because you love your husband because I love my husband. (laughs) I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't, um, yeah. You can have a conversation with your husband now. Yeah. 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 I get it. Uh, episode number eight, which is the one you referenced when I came here today <laughs> about old people having sex. Elders. This is <laughs> the race grows sweeter near its final lap. And it is about old love. It's a fucking sob fest like people in their 70s can't that no oh my god the notebook the only part in the notebook that makes me cry is when they are old and in love i can't i can't with fucking old people in love this is like widows that are oh my god they meet at like old people 10k so that's where like the final lap comes in and it was so sweet and so pure and just so heart-wrenching and then in the last couple minutes, they did that thing that these types of various character situations feel like they have to do where they show everybody kind of in the same space. Like oh, the old, I hate oh, that. I fucking hate that. It turned into like a, you know, Valentine's Day love or Mother's actually. Day or like, yeah, Love Actually, which I really like. Yeah, I also really like it Love was Actually. The, it was the, it's first of all, British. Second of all, the first of its kind. So... If it just ended uh, like with that story, don't force it in my face that they all live in the same city. I know they all live in the same <laughs> I city. I don't care. They're New Yorkers. They're fucking cool. Every single one of them. Like, don't do that to me. So it felt really forced and really cheesy. Mm. And there was some very questionable like timeline situation. I don't know. It was... So like the last five minutes, like that's why... Excuse my microphone. Jesus. I sit very close to the microphone and I'm trying not to manhandle it. I'm 15 feet away <laughs> uh, in the next room and I'm still too loud. It's really hard for me not to like headbutt my microphone every five seconds. <laughs> um, so uh, that's why I didn't get like an official like fave episode just because 
don't do that. Don't I'm not that. an don't idiot. Don't shove it in my face. Yeah. So the other episodes, not going to get into them, but I will tell you what the, the modern love is about. Uh, episode number one, and this is where I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> it was a uh, single 30-something mm, woman in New York uh, and her doorman in like a protective watch over your life. And I'm not going to like any guy that walks you home and if you get pregnant, I'll help you take care of your baby situation. So like a weird obsessive thing? Okay. Scared me. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, they make it like super charming and like... That doesn't I, sound charming. Uh, platonic, I guess that's a little stocky. Platonic. <laughs> don't watch me. I don't... You know. Maybe we, we don't have doormen. We don't know. I, Someday I'll have a doorman. Someday. Uh, soon. Soon. Someday do they soon. do that in Washington? <laughs> they will. They will. When I pay for one. Uh, another episode was the first date that uh, ends up in a hospital. Which I liked, but I didn't get what they were getting at, really. Um, also, the girl in it was super gorgeous. Another episode was a daddy situation. <laughs> uh, like, uh, daddy in what sense of the word daddy? Like, her dad died like when she was younger. kisses after bedtime <laughs> prayer. Putting little white flowers. Like, that kind of daddy? Kisses. Or, like daddy like that man reminds me of like a dad and i want him in my life because i didn't have a dad i want up. him in my vagina yes well you know she's 21 and he's in his 50s and he was handsome and charming but also she was like 21 and uh subordinate at his work uh the girl was julia garner who i'm obsessed with from ozark oh teeny tiny blonde yeah she's very pretty i love her um she was also in Dirty John, uh, which was based on the podcast about the Orange County lady who got swindled. And she was so fucking annoying. And I my, <laughs> had to tell my mom, like, please watch Ozark. She's not like this. This is not her real life. She doesn't really talk like that, which is like me, like a Southern California fucking nitwit. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it made me too uncomfortable. Uh, I think the dad, I think his name was Shay Wiggum in real life. I don't know who he is. He's a babe. He's an old babe. Not not better He's than my John Slattery, a though. Daddy, He's you a would daddy. say. Ew. And then um, the last one, which, by God, if we haven't seen this a thousand million times, don't show it to me again. A hot priest, not a hot priest, <laughs> the hot priest, and his partner. Adopt a baby from a homeless woman, and they all learn to see the world a little bit differently. Seen it. Also, it was a movie called Baby Mama with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. <laughs> also, literally made a movie. Ed Sheeran was in it. And wait, just go full acting and don't keep making weird cameos. Wait, it was. It, was Ed Sheeran his boyfriend? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is an odd couple. No, Ed Sheeran was a man off the street that the homeless lady brought in because that's what homeless people do. I mean, Ed Sheeran does look like a homeless person. He died. be fair. He's very believable. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, overall it was enjoyable and it was, it was interesting. And because I wasn't familiar with the premise of Modern Love... It definitely made me interested in the existence of it. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's going to be a season two and I'm not not excited for it. I think that it suffered from the 
it was a little full of itself and it didn't realize that this has been done. If this would have happened when the Modern Love column first started 15 years ago, I think it would have been more profound. Then maybe it would have been more profound to see a gay couple adopting a baby from a homeless woman. Right, because... It fucking happens all the time now. <laughs> Literally happened yesterday. <laughs> Young yeah. women date daddies all the time. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, it's true they do. Um, yeah, because yeah, none of none of the stories that you described are is like a groundbreaking. Right, even the journalist story. That's not no, a no. no. But I think because the actors were so powerful mm-hmm. and the mechanism in which it was told was you know cute it it was it was enjoyable to watch but i i don't think it's it's as earth shattering as amazon expected this to be and which is why they're giving it a season two so you know kind of basic nothing really you know and it's not it doesn't suffer from the finishing goldfinch at 1 30 in the morning situation like these are 30 minute snippets that i was watching in the middle of the day so they didn't really get to the heart of modern love if one Mm. will um there's some super harsh think pieces out there and i started reading one and i was like no it's okay it's so innocent and yeah it's i would describe i'm going to describe the entire series as anne hathaway (laughs) it's anne hathaway as a person she means (laughs) so well She's just, she's so happy to be here. She means well. She, yes. <laughs> but like, you're not profound. Yeah. No, yeah. It sounds like this, this show is Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I'm changing my rating. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it was a nice break from my typical viewing uh, right after I went, you know, back to American Horror Story. Uh apocalypse um so i gave season one of modern love three and a half out of five my original rating was dev patel's luscious locks i would like to change that to three and a half out of five anne hathaways (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a more appropriate rating scale it feels right so you were asking me to tell you uh, oh yes your modern love story well because i mean bill I love my bill. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me take you back for a second. Okay. Let me take you back to the mid-aughts uh, before I moved to San Diego. And I was a whore. <laughs> whore. Let me take you back to that time. So uh, back when I was a whore, uh, we had cell phones, but like they, they weren't smartphones right. when I was a whore. And so it's not like there were dating apps or anything like that. And there was a day that I decided to go out to the bar and go hunting <laughs> for duck, like Stevie. And so, in yeah, it's Creek. Yes, I decided <laughs> to go on the hunt, and I was by myself at the bar, looking back. Uh, this sounds fucking great. This is great. And I saw this guy, and he was across the room with a group of his friends, and I'm like, that one, that one. And so I decided. You made the blowjob. No, what I did, what I did was I wrote him a note on a napkin that was like, hey, I'm this person over here. I don't, I think I had black hair, like short black hair at the time. I was like, permed. I'm I'm the, (laughs) not permed, (laughs) very straight. I'm the goth looking chick over there. It was flat ironed to the bone. Oh, it absolutely was. I'm sure it was. And uh, I would like to have sex with you. (laughs) 
uh, would you, uh, are you into that? And so I, yes I asked no. the bartender who I knew very well to go and bring this guy this note. And he, I'm watching this all happen. I'm watching him look at it. Did you have binoculars? I look over to me and I, you know, I was like. Then you made the blowjob. <laughs> I, made, I made the blowjob sign with my hands. And, and then like go to all of his friends and you could see his friends like literally be like, dude, this doesn't happen. What the <laughs> fuck? Go over there and leave. And so this, the, he was actually in from out of town and his friends were like, no, here are my apartment keys. <laughs> this shit doesn't happen. Take my apartment keys uh, and then come back here and report on this. And so I went back to his friend's apartment. We banged. I left and I never saw him again or talked to him again. I don't know what his name is. Is that what you were looking for? <laughs> is that, was that, did they do an episode about that? And sometimes I wonder, like, because he seemed to enjoy himself. Where is he from? What was his name? Don't well, know. I don't know. Who knows? Like, do you think that he ever is like, do you remember that one girl that wrote, like, I wonder if he thinks, like, I'm a ghost or something. A Victorian ghost? <laughs> I a Victorian I, sex ghost? <laughs> because I was very pale and had black hair. And that was a time when I was very thin. He probably thought that I was, like, so a spirit. So do we wearing a lot of black <laughs> eyeliner? Yeah, he probably thought I was a spirit. <laughs> it was the the ghost of his sex partner's past. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I sometimes wonder if he, like, if he thinks about, like, that experience and, like, that's something that maybe, like drove his life in a certain direction like it's then he decided to never have sex again and become a priest or like something <laughs> like <priest>. that <laughs> or something like that or then he was like he was like yeah things like this can happen so i'm gonna be more outgoing i i, I just wonder sometimes yeah maybe he just goes around to bars and hands out napkins to people well, you don't have to anymore now you can just like tinder him airdrop someone a picture of your dick <laughs> that's way hey? faster <laughs> Um, so I want? think what would make that a true modern love story is if, A, there was some sort of sex injury and you guys giggled and went to the emergency room together okay. and then okay. talked about life. Mm-hmm. Or B, uh, 10 years from now, uh, or like now he listens to the podcast and when we're famous, he comes to like a live you know, <laughs> VIP signing and he hands you a napkin. Here's the thing. I was so drunk. I probably won't even remember what he looks like. <laughs> But no, I'll remember. Bill? Oh shit! It was Bill. It was Bill. It was Bill this whole time. <laughs> He's been fooling me. No, yeah, no. I no, now I wonder if I would recognize him if I saw him. That's funny. So yeah, that's my. Uh, w- I could tell the story of my true love with Bill, but I think that's it's. You know, who knows what happened to that kid? Bill? No. He's in the room next to me. <laughs> He's right over there. No, the the bar He's kid. A nap. I hope, he was, I hope he was over 21 okay. and didn't, accident, didn't actually, like, have a fake ID or something. <laughs> Sir, if you're out there, let us know you're okay. Yeah, we want to know that you're okay and that... <laughs> Maybe it was the night he became a man. I don't... Maybe! It's possible. Who knows? What if that was his, like, losing his virginity story? Maybe that's why his friends were urging it so far. <laughs> Yay, he wasn't a virgin. They were, like, ready to pay for a prostitute. <laughs> you spit out your soda. Why am I drinking beer and you're drinking soda? And it was, like, fate... They were like, yes, she's the woman yes. for you. And then she's going to just like <laughs> she's working fade, out, <laughs> fade out from your life forever and never talk to you again. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you uh, have a modern love story? I, I have a modern love uh, random friendship story. Our dry cleaner. What? She's literally the nicest 
fucking human in the service industry I have ever met. And when I got back from Georgia, she gave me a hug. And then she had like, she knows me and she knows Justin. And we were going out before our anniversary dinner. We were going shopping and then we went out to dinner. And so, you know, he's like telling her our plans. And she like comes out to the car to like welcome me back. Oh my God. And gosh. the next time I went in to pick up dry cleaning, she was like, You're so lucky. He is such a good man. And you're such a nice woman. You guys are such a great. She's like my little wise, <laughs> like lady that I see once a week on Friday. And she's such a fucking bright spot. And she's so nice. And she's always wearing uh, some sort of Seattle sport shirt. Nice. And I think it's so cute. And I. I, I love her in the way that, um, like, I loved a waiter at uh, Lazy Dog in Mission Valley. <laughs> like, he hugged me when I left San Diego and moved up to Washington. Do you, do you love her like I love the trivia guy from the Duval Tavern? Yes! I love him. Yes! His jokes. Yes. I feel bad for him that more people don't laugh at his jokes. I If I ever see somebody being rude to her, I will probably probably kill them take it upon myself to like tell don't you ever come back here again i don't know her name (laughs) she's just she's it's rare in 2019 to find service people like sometimes i can't even get the guy at the grocery store to like look up at me no that's fair and i always like over talk just to piss him off (laughs) but like she is like genuinely happy to see me on fridays either that or she's just really fucking good at her job Call in, lady from the dry cleaner. Call in, Redmond Ridge Dry Cleaning. <laughs> Let us know if you're actually a nice person or if you're just pretending to like Tiffany. <laughs> We'd like to know. You just really want our business. Also, really good rates there. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, we made it through. Whoa, this is like one of our shortest episodes ever. What? Only an hour and 15 me, minutes. So we need to ramble. Let's just ramble. 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 What else, uh, Watchmen? Mm-hmm. Watchmen episode we one. We are not uh, authority enough to be able to talk about that. No, I just want to say it's good. Uh, even HBO, the massive fucking media conglomerate—not a conglomerate beast. What would you call HBO? HBO is fucking huge. It is. They changed their Twitter name to Regina King fan account. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's fucking awesome. She's the. Oh God, I she love her. She is so incredible. I've seen her in awesome. so many. You know, she was in When They See Us, yeah. and then she was in Seven. Did you watch Seven? Seven Seconds. Oh, I was like Seven, Seven, Seven. <laughs> seven. In the box, uh, Seven Seconds on mm. Netflix. It was a crime situation. Uh, she, She's is that amazing. the one that she won an or American Crime? One of the ones she won an award for, and she was amazing. Also, Don Johnson. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> that fucking outfit she's wearing. That's I, like dream Halloween costume. I want a, a lace. When I'm cold, yeah. I always like to cover my mouth. And I want a lace thing. Yeah. I want like a lace turtleneck. I really hope they explain about the guy with the fucking panda head on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why is he wearing a panda head? Why? Are they? I have so many questions. Yeah, the, we'll get the, there. It's And it was a very... Uh, it was... The first episode was a, a ride, and so I'm. Oh my god! I, I'm guessing they're going to go into a lot more in future episodes. Yeah, other, as to leave us not yeah. confused and scratching our heads. I had so many questions. <laughs> like just, I, I raise my hand <laughs> because a lot of times I just talk, and Justin, you know, if he misses the dialogue, divorce me. Um, <laughs> he wouldn't. But, <laughs> So, <laughs> you 
out of that. He, would, he, he actually wouldn't, he guys. Would never, Don't worry about it. He would never leave me. Um, talk about a modern love story. Yeah. I crashed a Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a good modern love one. It would. Uh, my two great friends, Bill and Emily, took my desperate ass to their Christmas party where they didn't have a guest list or tickets. No, and then and then said... Yeah, he seems fine. Go, you could. He'll take you home. <laughs> he'll That's drive fine. you home. Yeah, yeah. We're he's good. We trust him. You guys live by each other. It's fine. Yeah, it's we're totally fine. safe. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's good one. I came out alive and also married. You were fine. <laughs> you were fine. Oh shit. Um, the other thing I do want to briefly mention is my new favorite. Uh, so there is this uh, company called Pin. P-I-N, cause. And they do like micro fundraisers, uh, designers submit Mm -hmm. their designs, whatever. The people, I was on their, I'm on their mailing list um, because I bought a few like stickers, climate change related stickers a while back. And so I'm on their mailing list and I'm like clearing out like all my shit, fucking promotion, promotional email. And I see something that says, Fans of the Great British Bake Off, we got something for you. <laughs> so I open it because, it. duh. And uh, they have a line of merchandise called the Hollywood Handshake. It's hilarious. And it is literally a picture of Paul Hollywood extending his hand. It's like a photograph that they cropped the background out of just so you see like his torso and his it hands. It looks like a little bit 3D too. It's pretty rad. And you can get a t-shirt, a mug. I want to get, so they have a pack of 10 stickers. I want to get the stickers and like when I see somebody like doing a good deed or like oh, doing something rad. That's a good idea. Give them a sticker. Give them a, it, it was like your, the stop talking cards that you yeah, had. But the opposite but like of that. Positive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that I think they're on Instagram as a Hollywood handshake. If you are taken by those uh, piercing, slightly evil baby blue eyes of Paul Hollywood <laughs> of the Great British Bake Off, please check them out. Yeah, that's awesome. They're amazing. So that's it. You also said you want to talk about Overtone. Oh. Uh, Tiffany's oh. hair looks good. Oh, thank you. Um, Overtone, if anybody remembers, all mm-hmm. of you, all three of you, remember that I tried the rose gold for brown hair Overtone and was sad mm-hmm. because it didn't work. And I had like weird streaks of pinkish red in my hair. I think I had a little bit more blonde at that time left. Mm-hmm. Now that the blonde is like, gone the mo- yeah most like the bottom inch of my hair that i'm cutting off next week anyways uh i tried the purple before emily's birthday because mm-hmm. i was like never gonna give up i don't want to bleach my hair to dye my hair yes. but i want to dye my hair and i want to be I fun, want colors. fun colors so they came out with purple and i was like i don't learn my lesson i'm gonna spend 40 dollars and i'm gonna get this purple and fuck me if it doesn't work <laughs> They're going to come out with another color. And I'm going to buy it anyway. I still buy it. I don't learn. Purple worked. Mm-hmm. And then I did it again a couple days ago. The one thing I will say about Overtone, and this is probably the same for a lot of these very heavily pig- pigmented products, it will stain the fuck out of your shower. Mm. You have to be careful with your sink. And then I had taken my gloves off, but I saw a spot that needed to be rubbed in. And I was like, I'm just going to rub it really quick. My hand was, uh, there's still like purple in my nail beds. So yeah, my Careful. shower, uh, yeah. Also my shower is like that old fucking fiberglass 90s. That attracts everything. Yes. So if you're sensitive about your, uh, you know, bathroom surfaces, maybe do it in like the stainless steel kitchen sink. That would probably be a better choice. That's usually where I wash the hair dye out of my hair. Is that gross? Do you make Bill do it? No, I do it. No, it's not gross. How do you do that? I have a sprayer. 
How do you not spray all over the kitchen? No, I do. <laughs> oh. I just don't care. I have marble. I have marble with black spot. You wouldn't even notice if I did spill on it. Oh. It's all, I mean, like, I dye my hair black, so. Yeah. You wouldn't notice. Interesting. Interesting. So, yes, Overtone redeem themselves. And I'm hoping they come out with, like, I want to do, like, I want a really dark blue. Blue and greens, like mm-hmm. mermaid style green is like really teal. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully they start coming out with more. Take all my money. <laughs> I would give my money. I don't care if it works. Thank you. I'll just keep trying. <laughs> now I'm like, should I try the rose gold again? No. 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 Fucking no. I mean, maybe. Maybe I just no. did it wrong. Maybe I did it wrong. You didn't maybe do it was wrong. Me. <laughs> it's the hair dye. Did you put it in your hair? You didn't do it wrong. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's all I have this Yeah, week. that is uh, weird. Um, for family dinner tonight, after family dinner, we are going to try something that was broad targeted to me, but I don't think we'll review it until next week because I have no idea what to expect. So we'll yeah. talk about that next week. It is a, um, like, a they called it an escape room in a box. An which, escape box. An escape box. That's what I call and my so vagina. that, you know, they know who they're targeting. <laughs> they're targeting the correct person. So we will f- uh, report back on that and whether it was successful or an epic failure next week. Yeah, week after. What? I'm going to California. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I keep forgetting. God damn Yeah, it. we're going to have a one-week hiatus, sorry, everybody. Sorry. Thanks to Tiffany. Sorry. <laughs> Everybody's going to be waiting. No, it's fine. <laughs> it is totally fine. Uh, So. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for listening. Follow us on social media. Tell, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell and two friends. If they tell two friends and they tell two friends, the whole world's listening. You know, I was thinking for, you know how people during the month of November do like a, I'm thankful. I was thinking we did like a thankful fan contest and we set it up somehow uh, so we get more listeners. But like the person that gets us the most listeners gets a prize. Sure. 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 Whoever uh, gets us most more active listeners, but they have to have some way to identify who recommended them. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how that... A Google form. <laughs> In order to listen to the podcast, you have to fill out What's a survey. the password? With a password on how you got... We'll work this out. We'll work on a contest. I like contests. They're fun. Yes. We'll do one. Yes. And you'll get some sort of merch. Yeah. We don't have any merch, but we'll make it. We'll contact Sarah's crafty camper. Yep. Yes. Or Tiffany's mom. <laughs> or Grandma G's tees. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you. And we'll see you in two weeks. See you in another time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.